Talking About You with Estra, Season 8, Episode 70. Yes, we're here Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I thank you for being here because I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. You know why? Because it makes us all better people. Today is our last topic, or last day that we're going to spend at least today on the topic of traffic laws written to protect you or auto insurance companies. Yes, I believe that's a very good question. In fact, if I had time, I'd go over a lot of our laws and see if they're really protecting us or if it's Wall Street that they're actually designed to help. Alrighty, so before I get into that, I want to talk, take a minute to talk about a minute with a purpose. And as you know, just taking that second or a minute every single day to meditate or think about something that's important to you matters. So today what I'd like you to think about for that one minute with a purpose is being car accident ready. There are over 500 podcasts out there to help you to do that to inform you on information that perhaps you hadn't thought about or you'd forgotten about or you just need to know because of the type of collision you've been in. And quite frankly, there's a lot of different ways in which we get in car accidents and different things may apply for different circumstances. So we need to know that every car accident isn't standard and that you'll have to go ahead and figure out how yours is unique and what you need to know. So we're going to actually talk about that today. We're going to just hit on a couple things since it's our last day right now on traffic laws. But one thing I can guarantee you is we will be back to talk about them. And remember, if you're not in Washington State, that's the RCWs that I've been looking at. Looking at every state has their own RCWs. or They don't call them RCWs. Just go out and take a search on traffic laws and your for your state, whether that's California, you know, Ohio. Oklahoma, Nevada, wherever you are, just go out, put in Nevada uh, traffic laws, and it should come up, and you should be able to see what your state says about them. And it's important to know. Like I said, most people don't really know anything about their traffic laws after getting their driver's license in most cases. So we definitely need to do an update, and for a lot of reasons. But one of the things I want to talk about, is, and this is one thing I hadn't talked about in the other traffic laws, is about people being pulled over. You know, for a while there, it seems like people of color was having, and probably still do have a hard time, and particularly poor people seem to have a hard time. Uh, I'll never forget, I have a, a cutlass, an old cutlass, right? And I remember at certain times I'd always being being pulled over in that car, and I couldn't remember. And I think it's just because I was poor. I was driving a Cutlass, and there was a stereotype with that. But a woman with kids in the car, please, you know, I, there was nothing we were doing, and we never were ticketed. But it was just the fact that it seems like I was constantly being pulled over in that car. And when I actually changed, got a, a newer car, a better-looking car, it wasn't a problem. But before that, I was always in that cutlass being pulled over and getting tickets, right? Because I was poor and I was broke and I had a hard time keeping up with the tabs, paying the tabs here in Washington State. I think just about every state probably has licensed tabs. But I'll never forget that experience because I'm thinking, why, 
is this happening? This is not right because I'm black and poor driving in an old cutlass that they just decided to pull me over. I don't know. I have a problem with that. But anyway, I want to talk about if you get pulled over, because a lot of times we get pulled over and we don't know what our rights are, okay? If you get pulled over, as far as what Washington State's law says, you have to comply with lawful orders, right? So what is a lawful order? What does that mean? Do you know what a lawful order is? It's important to go out and take a look, okay? It's talking about that you have to comply with the police. You know, they have the authority to direct, control, or regulate traffic. And if you don't do those things, it is a misdemeanor in Washington State. Okay, you're required to provide them with your name, address, the vehicle owner, uh, your license, and and your insurance, and also... If they have that little light going left and right, you need to pull over on the side, right? You have to obey them, right, for the laws. It doesn't say about any illegal stuff there. Okay, that's probably a story for another day. I'm sure that there's been a lot of uh, court cases on that one. Uh, but also, you this is one of the things we never hear, and you have to check it for your state. I'm not sure if this is a Washington state only. It says it requ- you can request p- a police officer to produce evidence of their authority, that they are who they are. Because you know what, sometimes we've actually seen where the police are not the police, right? So I can understand where they would put that in. But the main thing, from my recommendation, especially if you're a person of color, make sure you ask them, why did they pull you over? What is the reason? Now, some of them may comply, some of them may not. You might ask them to prove that they are who they are. Maybe they'll comply, maybe they won't. But for your case, there's two things I always recommend. Number one, have your camera rolling, (laughs) issue number one, because you want to make sure if you have a situation that it's recorded and can be documented. In fact, you know, a lot of times today you can be live on the Internet and have it running. So if you have a particular app that you use and it has it live, I like Facebook Live personally, uh, go ahead and start it and keep going with it, right? Because that's what's really important. But the main thing to remember is to do what you're asked when it's appropriate. Personally, I've not actually been pulled over, at least to this point, where an officer hasn't just been respectful. I mean, I've had some try to engage me in in awful conduct. But you don't have to, just because somebody tries to bully you and get you to do things or create a bad scene, you don't have to go with that. I didn't go with that. I just asked the facts. In fact, I always believe in just the facts, right? Just the facts. And that's all, almost always the way to do it. Now, if you have brain fog, yeah, I know there's some of you out there because sometimes I have it too, okay? Sometimes you just get tired and your brain doesn't work. Well, then just be as careful as you can. Just be careful as you can. Fibromyalgia, if you have fibromyalgia, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about with that. But that's okay. We all are only required to be the best we can be, but it does mean that you need to, when dealing with law enforcement, to keep your composure. It's, it's just important. Listen to what they say and listen very closely, okay? Because most of the time in those situations, especially if it's a car accident, there's a lot of trauma involved in that situation. And so you want to make sure that you are okay, okay? That's the bottom line. You want to walk away on another day. And I still believe that's the 80-20 rule, right? Uh, 80% of the police probably do the right things day in and day out. It's that 20% perhaps you have to worry about that may not do the right things. 
Right. And maybe they're just having a bad day, too. Who knows? I don't. I know one thing I do not like is how they protect Wall Street and hurt Main Street. And that's a problem I have, and I hope to really spend some time this year on talking about the situations in which Wall Street seems to control law enforcement. That's not something that the way in which it should be set. It should be justice for all, not justice for the rich. Just mistreat the poor. That's not right. All right, well, I'm going to get back on track because you know how I love to go off and then come back. Today, what I really want to speak a little bit about, since this is the last day we're going to talk about traffic laws, uh, the ones that are written, are they written for you or the auto insurance uh, companies? See, now, what I personally think is that often the auto insurance companies have the ears of lawmakers, right? So when you go to your legislatures, they're already probably in tight. They know the major insurance industries. They probably are actually sponsored in some of their their uh, elections by some of these people, right? So they always have the ears of the lawmakers. How many poor people do you know can go up to the lawmakers and, and say, this is what my issue is? For example, insured civil rights legislation is an initiative that we need to bring up it's important, and people should be treated fair and just and not have to wait forever for their benefits or settlements by insurance companies. That's my perspective, okay? Another question I have, for example, is why would there not be a panel of outside insurers to determine the cause or conditions of an auto collision? Why would we trust the people who have the money to make the decisions? Do you think they're just going to say what's right? Oh, let's see, I have these two claims. I don't want to pay out as much, so I'm just going to pay less. What can they do? They're poor people. We're rich people. (laughs) Does that work for you? It doesn't work for me. Oh, well, we'll make the decision because the person who has the most toys wins. No, that's not how it's supposed to work in America. It's supposed to be fair and just. People are supposed to look at the circumstances, evaluate it. And by the way, with car collisions, there are enough traffic cameras now to record almost every accident. So when someone says they don't have it, don't believe it. In fact, Washington State actually has, I can't remember what it's called, but where you can actually put in for an application to get a copy of the uh, accident so you can see it for yourself from their traffic cams. But most of the time they don't want you to know those things or they think that you don't know. So that's a good thing. Uh, By the way, I'll just mention this quickly. Sometimes you can ask your insurance companies just like they do, ask questions that you know they know the answer to, and see if they're being honest with you. If they're not being honest with you, then you know what kind of insurance company you're dealing with. Okay. Another thing, it's amazing how now a lot of auto insurance companies have an option of getting your car repaired, right? But do they use the, the parts that actually are the ones you want in your car? Are they the type of people who actually will do the repairs like you want? Now, in some cases, I personally believe that's the case, that those people know if they mess over the insurance company, the insurance companies have a lot of cars that are going to get repaired. So if they mess them up, they won't send any more their way. However, some of them may not necessarily be in that way. Sometimes you can go get your car repaired. I had a Volvo that got repaired. Uh, I was not very happy about the way in which it was done. It was, a poor, it was poorly done, and uh, it was not helpful to me for my car. 
to be jacked up like that. But that's a, another story. I guess it's always. I've got a few stories about car collisions, guys. So that's why I'm able to tell you and share some of the things. But like I said, it's very important for you to do the same thing, to share the information, because we all don't know everything, and we need each other's support. Another thing, why should auto insurance be the ones to decide settlement payments or insurance benefits, right? Do they have a lot of information? Absolutely they do. Do they see these million times a day? I give them credit for that. But do they do the right things? Will they help you or will they harm you? Are they, just because they're your insurance company doesn't mean that they're operating in your best interest. interests sometimes you have to be your best advocate sometimes you have to say okay this doesn't quite look right or this doesn't feel right what can I do about it well if you become your best advocate and you become car accident ready it doesn't mean you'll know all the answers but you'll be on the right road and you'll have a great place to go and look so that's a really to me a wonderful thing Another thing is, should these insurance companies be the ones who decide what your insurance premiums are? Right? If they're the ones getting the money, I mean, every month, pray, you know, I always say praise God that you're not in an accident because there's just not something most people want to spend their time dealing with, right? So that is really the thing. Why are they? Why are they setting the rates? Who's setting the rates? What is the insurance commissioners of our states doing? Are they paying attention? Do they care? I don't know. To me, that's a good question. And what about the right to perform unjust surveillance on even their own insureds? Yes, they do. If you're paying them, they may be out there harassing, intimidating, and bullying you because they don't want to pay you. So they're out there looking for things to be able to to either terrorize you, make you afraid, maybe you're cheating on your wife, or maybe you're cheating on your husband, Maybe they'll threaten you with that or something else that they think they can hold over your head. Personally, I believe in the uh, Samuel Jackson's way of life. Just tell it. Tell it, right? Don't let somebody blackmail you. Why? Because of somebody, just because they want to intimidate you? Nah. Believe me, the person that's bringing the bone has more bones and more skeletons in their closet than you could ever imagine. So when they want to bring it, let them bring it. And don't be afraid or intimidated because that's how so many poor people who have so little in the first place lose even the little they have because they're afraid of what somebody might say. Don't be afraid. You just face things head on. That's the best way to deal with an issue. Face it, address it, call it what it is. Okay, so, but that's, of course, my way of doing things. If you have a different way, do it your way because it's about you and doing things the way that you need to. Another thing I have a problem with is how they hold payments for three years or more when their policyholder lives paycheck to paycheck. Don't you think they know they're breaking you? You'd better believe they know. How do they know? Because they know you can't even afford to live, even some of us through the full month. Right? There's money that just goes elsewhere, and, and that's a major problem. Right, So yes, this is another endless list. Okay? But personally, I believe traffic laws should be written to protect the people they're supposed to serve. Yet in some of these instances, I believe it's for auto insurance companies and not for you. And it's up to all of us 
to help to make it change, a change that will help all of us involved in traffic collisions. Does that mean that I'm against uh, auto insurances getting what they should get? No, I'm not. Okay, I've been in some collisions where I've been treated uh, fairly. I've been, been in collisions where I've been treated unjustly, and I've been in collisions where it's been somewhere in between. Okay, so not always are the insurance companies, uh, in my opinion, the bad guys, but they are the ones who have the power to change things and do the right things most of the time. Do you believe insurance companies will lie to you? In my opinion, they do and they have. Right? Does that mean that they don't always do the right thing? That's not true. Does that mean that they're not going to play hardball with you to try to get you to take the lowest price that they can, uh, settlement or benefit that they can get? Yeah, they will. Right? But if you know that going up front, you'll know what to expect and what to do about it. So it's for up to all of us to become educated about that. You know, each policyholder should receive a copy of the local laws that impact the auto accident if you've been in one. If you know what the laws are, what they state, then you can actually look at your car accident from the view of the law. What does the law say about what just happened, right? That's what's so important. You need to be able to understand and know what that means, how it matters, Okay, so that you can look and say, this happened to me. This is where I stand within the law. That shouldn't be that hard. In fact, it should be easy. And it should be standardized in the states, in my opinion, so that everyone knows where you stand and what to do okay, and how it works. Okay? And that would be justice prevailing and not necessarily what auto insurance wants. Just imagine how much money they would probably lose every year if it was very cut and dry in most cases as to what happened in collisions. They know this, and most people who have been involved in collisions are beginning to understand, if you've been in a few of them. So in my opinion, a lot of times what happens is you have a, a collision or something dealing with, with uh, uh, people. If it's Wall Street settlements, they're, they're usually high, they're astronomical. And then you have a, a settlement with poor people, and they're so low, it barely even covers what their accidental cost has been. That's not justice, especially not justice here in America. To me, that's just straight out wrong. So as you can see, there's a lot to talk about when you talk about traffic laws and auto insurance companies and what they do. The main thing I would like you to, to hear is no matter what happens, you never give up, you never give in, you continue to heal, you get better, you become stronger. Whether you win, lose, or draw with the auto insurance company, just document it. Come on the show and talk about it. It's really important. People are also so afraid of being bullied, they won't speak out. But this is the time. It's just like with the Me Too movement. Sometimes you just have to get up and speak out and say what's happened to you. Do attorneys want you to do that oftentimes? No, because sometimes they're have their own personal agendas too. For example, who usually pays attorneys, right? If you're rich folks, then you usually pay them yourself and you probably got a better person who's advocating for your best interest. If you're poor, you're probably actually uh, counting on the uh, insurance company to pay your attorney. And if that's the case, you know, then they're, they're not gonna really make too much noise because you're probably not their only client and they probably do a lot of serving for, um, 
people who are poor and they have to depend on those insurance companies to pay them. And of course, they can take as long as they like, three to 10 years if you tick them off long enough. Wow. I've enjoyed the traffic, the laws section. This, these episodes have been eye-opening and encouraging. Another last thing I, I do want to say, because this is a new lesson learned for me. A lot of times we concentrate on just the physical, the physical pain we may be having in our bodies, the physical damage on the car, but we don't ever address the emotional issues. And I was really taken back of, uh, I was in a collision with, in a rental car, which is a new twist for me. And I just didn't realize how bad I felt. You know, when you, I've always been taught as a child, if you have somebody else's items or, you know, you borrow something from someone, you return it the way in which you borrowed it. And I didn't realize on such a level where I was just devastated because I failed that, that had to take the car back and it had been in a collision. And I felt really bad, right? Because from my perspective, when I, I was not raised that way. I was raised to just return it how you, how you brought it, how it was. And so the car was repaired and I went back and I took a look at it after it was repaired. And in my soul, I was made whole in that part because I had returned it back to the dealership then the way in which they had given it to me. And on that, you know, psychological level, I didn't even realize I was traumatized by that. And sometimes that's what I'm trying to say is that you have to look at all the different aspects that you're dealing with uh, in a collision. Sometimes also the things that the grief that if you've had multiple car accidents, that grief from previous ones can also overcome you, right? They can because it's like you, they, you hit like a repeat or redial or go back to those and all of that stuff can come back to you. So you have to have to make a decision to do what's necessary to get you back to make you whole, even on a spiritual level. So when I could see that car back the way in which I had taken it from the dealership, that's how I felt better. And it was a beautiful car. I kind of had a little bit fallen in love with cars. I don't know what me and cars, what that's about. But I really, really liked that car. So I was, I was devastated uh, when it was hit. But taking it back the way it was, I had some, it helped me to relieve some of that, that sadness. So sometimes you have to do what you've got to do to be able to move forward. So of course, now I feel like that's better. They got their car back and uh, the way in which it was when they lent it to me. And that was very important. So the main thing I want to say here today is just don't overlook the, the things that are emotionally going on after a collision. And also, do not let insured harassment intimidate and bully you, even by hitting you. <laughs> you know, if you actually get hit, perhaps they're just taking you back to those very beginnings of being traumatized. So, and if that's the case and you don't recognize it, then that's also a problem. So you have to really take care of yourself physically, emotionally, and financially, because those are the ways and a lot of times in which insurer carriers come after 
to bully, intimidate, and harass you in a, a way of surveillance. So I hope you learned something today. I'm glad to have been with you. Keep your head up, never give up, never stop trying. Just keep moving forward. And you go out and listen to some of these podcasts and make sure you rank them because that helps me to know what you really enjoy. So this is Estra. It's Monday. It's going to be a little rocky. The last week is a little rocky too as far as getting shows out. But I'm getting a bit more organized and I'm moving forward. And I'll make sure that at some point I'm back right on track where I was. Thank you for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.